Come to Lethbridge and join an innovative community for entrepreneurs. With more than a quarter of the 100,000 population under the age of 34, Lethbridge brims with energy. We'll help you to kickstart, innovate, and grow. Lethbridge, Southern Alberta's hub for innovation and technology. It's the bright choice for business builders. Go to chooselethbridge.ca slash entrepreneur and we'll help you move and grow in Lethbridge. Welcome to Canada's podcast, the number one podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. The global pandemic has constricted our world for over a year. It's time for us to rebuild, but we have no blueprints. No one has ever stood where we're standing today. Only imaginative, inventive thinking will take us to a better place. This is Angela Fay of Canada's podcast and founder of Futureville, where we're building and showcasing individual properties and village centers that are future-proof. So I have two amazing treats for you today. First of all, as Margaret had just said, you know, this has never happened before. Uh, we're offering free TEDx tickets to uh, the Bear Creek TEDx event coming up in beautiful British Columbia and Surrey. Uh, and this is really for Canadian and global entrepreneurs listening to Canada's podcast who really want to tap into that imaginative, inventive thinking that will take us to a better place. So as I found out, and one of my friends, Margarita, has been one of the curators of this event. So, and it's shifts of thinking. So Margarita, first of all, welcome to Canada's podcast. I'm super excited to have you here. Tell me a little bit about your experiences curating this event. Well, thank you. This is fantastic. And yeah, TEDx Bear Creek Park is an amazing event. Um, last year, Isabel and I, my partner Isabel and I, were speakers at the event. And this year we were asked to curate one of the categories. So there's different categories of speakers and we were asked to curate for business law and current affairs, uh, not current affairs, uh, human rights, human rights. And, um, and so we had the privilege of basically going out into the community and finding people that would want to audition in this category that had innovative ways of thinking, that had new ideas, that had, um, and what was really interesting was doing that throughout a pandemic. Like it, wow. felt like it even had a bigger purpose, you know? <laughs> no <laughs> kidding. <laughs> so literally this is the ticket to shift your thinking for 2021 and beyond. Can you share with us how people can access the TEDx event and, the, and register for tickets? Absolutely. If you go to TEDxBearCreekPark.ca, uh, uh, you'll see you can either just click on tickets and give all they ask is your name and email and you get a complimentary ticket to the event. It's an online event, obviously. And um, or you can watch the video that's right at the top of the page. And it's the leader of this event, Alan Warburton, that just talks a little bit about it. And he's an amazing individual. Um, and then at the end, you can put your name and email to get the ticket as well. Awesome. So for those people wondering, oh, should I buy a ticket or get a ticket, get a ticket to this event, let's attend this event, invest my time. I did a little research on the 12 speakers that are coming up. Yeah. And, and I, I saw three themes really that sort of came out. Um, and one was 
what I, I describe is overcoming systems overload. So there is a speaker that is talking about overcoming the assembly line medicine pandemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is a speaker talking about how lowering the voting age in Canada can help preserve environment. Like, yep. okay, totally intriguing. A young, a young woman too. She's pretty amazing. That's super cool. There's somebody talking about uh, overcoming the current challenges in the education system. Mm-hmm. And somebody I said the line is imagining having access to the power of neuroscience data using a low cost portable EEG system. What would that do for you in business, right? I mean, those are pretty powerful, powerful talks. Yeah. And something that I know you can talk, and we are going to talk about this uh, later in this in this talk between you and I, Margarita, but rethinking relationships with mm-hmm. yourself and others, I mm-hmm. saw is a kind of undercurrent of theme. Somebody's speaking about the how to lead a functionally, literally fun, functionally fit life mentally and physically. Yes. yes. How quality friendships and focusing on leaving a legacy can lead to success. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love that. Um, how youth can use technology to solve society's most pressing problems and understanding, I, I, and I love there's one in the, even there, how to save romance in relationships. So uh, are huge. They have become their, um, I find in the pandemic, they have come to the surface. So people are forced to look at their relationships. So this is, is very, it's going to, to reach a lot of people, which is why you need to tune in. Yeah. And the last one I saw in that relationship was, was understanding the impacts that our words and actions have on guiding the next generation that are connection. Right. And there's a few little hidden gems in that, in the speaker lineup. And I, I kind of theme them under building new communities. So, you know, there's a woman, I can't wait to hear her, her talk about building a local comedy hub and production studio, like Mm -hmm. basically a mini ecosystem redefined. And then somebody's talking about integrating multi-layered realities to create immersive spoken word experiences. Mm -hmm. And finally, there was one last one, preserving natural ecosystems for carbon storage and carbon renewal. So, wow. I mean, those are, this is a pretty powerful lineup. So I just want to thank you on behalf of everybody that's going to attend the event for your participation and contribution. We've been honored to be part of this process. We were honored when they asked us. It was an it was a no brainer to say yes. <laughs> and uh, and for what it's worth, uh, Margarita, you do have uh, two TEDx talks yourself. You want to quickly, or sorry, you have you have one. So you have one. Leap zone your business as yes. Isabel has two. She did one um, in 2016 on the power of zero tolerance. And, uh, and then we did one together last year on how to increase your units of happiness. And, and yeah, I'm going to talk, let's talk about that. Let's jump right in. So okay. first of all, a little bit more about Margarita um, from, from my perspective, but also how her value that she shows up in the world is she is a certified equine facilitated coach. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get you to tap in and tell us what the heck that means in a second. And Margarita helps heart-centered entrepreneurs and couplepreneurs connect the dots to lead spectacular lives driven by heart and soul. She's also author of Sitting on the Fence, and I love the subtitle, which is How to Love Without Limits. This is definitely on my bookshelf. I had the privilege of attending your book launch. 
So not only did we bring you the actual ticket to shift thinking, but Margarita and I are going to talk about three secrets that you can make today shift your thinking for 2021 and beyond. So diving right in, I have number secret number one, number one, low cost, high return asset. At 95% of entrepreneurs forget to capitalize on. And I imagine this is you and I together. You, you are the number one asset. You are the the number one asset. Can you elaborate, Margarita? What does it take to authentically show up in today's massively disruptive shifting world? And how can people lead and operate from the heart, grow and create stronger, more aligned relationships? Well, you just said it. It all starts with you, like with us. Um, We can't control what's happening around us, as we've been shown in the last year. Like if it's been never been shown on this scale in our generation, right? So you can't control what's happening around you, but you can be have the power to control what you do, how you want to be, how you want to show up in the world. And um, a lot of the work that I've been doing this year, which just to continue on your point with this equine facilitated learning, which is basically I partner with horses to coach people. Um, and bec- and use the wisdom of the horse to help people because they're prey animals. They're just amazing at reading energy. And so they provide a lot of valuable feedback for people. And this year they've been working nonstop. Like, <laughs> they, oh my Lord, it's been, um, they don't only tune into who I'm bringing in, but I've actually for the first time ever watched them react to community to like when there were major things happening um, that really hit us, like when people were hoarding toilet paper and that has energy behind it, right? Sure it does. And the horses were showing me that. They act like mirrors, right? So they became very neurotic and very, you know, they've been going through a lot. Anyway, so, but the biggest theme around what I've been helping people with this year is finding themselves, is really tuning Mm. into and you might be able to speak a little bit about this, is really tuning into what matters to me. Who am I? How do I want to show up? And how am I meant to serve in this world? Like, what is my purpose? And um, yeah, it's, it's really about following your truth. And I think the pandemic was a way for all of humanity to quickly peel the onion Yes, and get to, and get to like the that realization, right? Yes. I've never met so many people who are in tune with that right now, who are making massive shifts at work, at home, in relationships. Um, in mm-hmm. well, I mean, travel is kind of limited, but even in location, like even in yeah. where they live, even if it's within a community, um, there's just massive change afoot right now. And so I. <laughs> I just want to dive a little bit deeper in the how do the horses help in that supporting and and I'll probably describe it as how do they help unleash you more authentically than what you can do for yourself? I'll tell you their biggest secret is they don't care what's going on in here. Ah, whereas as human beings we are so tied to the mind and what we're thinking, what others are thinking, what 
they don't pay attention to the head. In fact, if somebody is just living it from the neck up, they won't approach that person because to them, it's like a blank slate. They're not there. Right. They're not reading anything because they're not in their body. So they really do read what's being held in the body. And what I've discovered in the last year through all of this is the amount of knowledge we hold in our bodies easily outweighs what's in our mind. Absolutely. <clears throat> and I, I, and I'm going to add it because uh, I know some of the equine stories that, that you and Isabel have told me, but also in my own experiences, your, your interpretation, this is the magic of Margarita, your interpretation is the, is the human add to this equation, right? How the horse interacts with you. And then, um, you know, that's great. But as a, as a person that didn't have any access to the knowledge of what that meant, you came back to me and I remember our, our experiences, you came back to me and said, oh my God, like I've never seen, and I'm sorry, what are your horse's name? Uh, oh, well, there's Cash, Powder, Kalua, Willow. <laughs> there's four of them, okay. I think it might've been uh, Tash at the time and Tash kind of, and you said, oh my God, I've never seen Tash do that before. I'm like, ah, what does that mean? <laughs> and you just said, no, 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 Ange, this is great. This is what it means, right? And anyway, that that's, uh, and I think I would love to see everybody experience it because again, it's like one of those deeper relationships that we have with our animal counterparts that, that you know, sometimes they help us feel and see things that we can't because we're so clouded by, you said, what's in your mind? Well, and that's the other piece is because I act like the translator, basically, between the horse and the person, um, the horses have no ego. So when they're having a visceral experience or having this experience being portrayed by an animal that I'm interpreting, they, it's being received very differently. It's actually, I find people are way more open to looking at the stuff that's showing up for them because that's what the horses are going to reflect. Right. When it's in, when it's in animal behavior versus just a person saying, well, you know, this is what I, based on what you're saying, how you're mm -hmm. acting, what you're feeling, this is what I see. Like there's this added element of the horses, I think creates a different, um, way of receiving information for somebody. I'll call it objective. It's the objective, objective right? Yes. Like, yes. it's like the fly on the wall. It's the, you can't misinterpret how the horses are reacting to your energy or your aura, right? right? And, awesome. the, and the neat thing is this year, I've really discovered that whether the person is right there in the space with me in the field or on the phone or on video or whatever, any kind of virtual way that I've been really experimenting with this year, <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're tuned into your energy and that's their work doesn't change whether you're here or not physically. Wow. Yeah. Super cool. So secret number one, you yes. are the best asset to leverage. We're gonna move on to secret number two. Okay fastest way to future-proof your wealth portfolio is to stop focusing on what's in your bank account and start investing in this one sure thing investment. I call it the relationship economy. You know, your real wealth doesn't just show up in your net worth statement. It shows off of your accounts of happiness and the bank of quality relationships in your life. 
So Margarita, share with us three simple strategies to build units of happiness. Yes. <laughs> so this is directly related to our talk that we did last year, right? And units of happiness is the currency Isabel and I have created to know that's how we gauge success, right? How many mm -hmm. units of happiness do we have right now? Or how many, is, <laughs> did this bring us a unit of happiness? Uh, no, it didn't. So we got to change that, right? Right. So, um, but there, we've narrowed it based on our business relationship because we're a couple that lives and works together. Mm -hmm. uh, and we've been doing this for a very long time. Uh, we've learned a lot through business and we took three kind of areas and applied them to our relationship. And so the first one is what we called be brave together. And that is have the tough conversations. Right. Be brave. And everybody knows when they have it sits here. Right. And, you know, when you have to talk to somebody, whether it's your partner, your child, uh, a friend, a boss, a coworker, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, when you have to have a difficult conversation because it doesn't leave you. And um, and so have those conversations, have them with heart, with compassion, but have them. Right. So, well, yeah. and one thing I, you know, we did the Dare to Lead, Brené Brown book, yeah. right? And, and I actually worked through a whole entire sequence of that book with a friend about and figuring out how to learn from those difficult conversations. One thing I took away, and I, I'm curious what your experience with this, both in with working with clients, but as you as a couplepreneur, is leaning into that difficult conversation, knowing what it is that's that you're not comfortable with even if you don't know the solution mm -hmm. like i love your story about you know when you and isabel said oh my god we nearly hit the wall three times um you know and for you personally the one where you just said this is not this is just not working for me yeah which led you to, after the difficult conversation you went pivoted down a totally different track and here we are or here you are on vancouver island you know tell me a little bit about that leaning into the difficult conversation what do you need to know yourself yeah before you lean into that conversation so the um important thing is don't try to figure out what comes after the conversation right so for me I was not happy in the business we were in at the time. It was not fulfilling me. Mm -hmm. And I knew I had to have that conversation. Now, did I know what I did want? Not really, right? So I knew I had this attraction to horses, but I didn't know beyond that. And so I didn't let that stop me. I, the important piece here was that, hey, I'm not happy and I actually need time to figure this out. Right. That was the difficult conversation. And so that is what my approach to Isabel was. And and because I didn't have it all figured out to begin with, I actually think that helps a relationship because it's like you're inviting, in this case, my partner, inviting my partner to be a part of this process with me. Right. And we were able to find a way to incorporate horses into our branding business. Like it wasn't a one plus one is two situation, you know. Tech Connect, a center for entrepreneurship and innovation in Lethbridge, has been springboarding entrepreneurs to success for 10 years and counting. Our spirit of innovation is a way of life. We have an incredible environment. 
Our innovators are not afraid to stand apart because they know that in Lethbridge, we are brighter together. We are Lethbridge. Come and join us. Go to chooselethbridge.ca slash entrepreneur and we'll help you move and grow in Lethbridge. Well, and I think that's really important. I remember I, I have had conversations with people who are near and dear, like, it, it, you know, where you, you have to have an ongoing relationship, probably family, maybe best friends or oldest friends. And there's a discomfort. And yet you still know that you need to lean into that conversation, right? Not knowing what the outcome is going to be. Mm-hmm. And I guess my, you know, I think that you need to also have those difficult conversations in business, you know, whether it's your business partner, your, um, your contractor, your employee saying, this is, I'm not happy with this, you know, is yeah, probably yes. a conversation that should happen more often, or I'm not comfortable with this, but I don't know what it is. Is there, I think, well, right I, yeah. The thing is, is the more you have difficult conversations, the sooner you have them. So yes. instead of waiting right. until you're like miserable and have turned to alcohol, you know, yes, like, totally. You know what I mean? Like it can yes. snowball. So yes. the sooner you have where you're like, oh, wait, I'm, I know where this goes. Like, I don't, I, I'm going to start looking at this now and invite the people that are important in your life to be a part of that. I love it. I call it, the, I'll, I'll, I describe it as the hack, right? You become much more aware and adding to your comment, which is the more you have difficult conversations, the easier it is. Yes. So you it have is. them sooner, but it becomes easier. So you go, Oh my God, I'm feeling like in my body, I am feeling discomfort here. I don't know what it is. You know, Maria, I'm feeling discomfort. I'm angry at you or I'm frustrated at you. What's going on? And it actually becomes more of a need. Like you don't want to carry that, right? So you're like, okay, figure out, like, I'm not saying don't, don't like, don't go around exploding at everybody. That's not the point, but figure out what's going on and then have an intelligent heart-based conversation about it. So that's being brave together. Flow together, is that next? Yes, flow together is, um, the gist of that one is to create more quality time, especially in your important relationships. And it's through COVID, I found that that's become more important than ever in finding ways to create quality time, not just with the people that you have in your household, but with your extended family and friends and taking the time to, like, I haven't done as many Zoom dinners and and get togethers as I have this year, right? But it's important to to keep that quality time going with people. And, um, And how we, where the example we give in the talk is Isabel and I plan our spontaneity time. And so people, right away, people are like, eh, what? Like planned spontaneity verbally? Yeah. But it, because we plan spontaneity, we have spontaneity in our lives, right? And it sounds ridiculous, but it works because spontaneity is the first thing to be chucked in your life when you're, you know, and so, and spontaneity is some of the best quality time you can have with somebody. I love it. I love yeah. it. So everybody schedule a little bit of spontaneous plan for some spontaneity in your life. Actually, just in case somebody is not aware of what that looks like, can you, what does planned spontaneity look like? Um, well, we have a planned date night every week. So right. like, 
tomorrow night. Tuesday nights are our we what we do is we carve out time so we know we never book anything on Tuesday nights because this is our time. It's our date night time. How it's spontaneous is we don't have what we're going to do. Right. So every no, Tuesday night shows up and suddenly we're like like when it's nice out, sometimes we'll just be like, hey, let's go paddleboard. Or sometimes it's like, you know what? No, we're going to build a fire, watch a movie. But we keep it spontaneous so that we get to do something or be something that, that supports us in that moment as opposed awesome. to having pre-planned things. Yeah. Awesome. And the third uh, strategy to build a unit of happiness? Yes, grow together. Um, the biggest and I'm laughing because every time I talk about this, my lead horse Cash just pops into my head because he's all about this. He is black and white, and literally, he is black and white. There's no gray. Um, and it's about boundaries. So the biggest thing that we've learned in growing together is to create boundaries in the sense of I'll go back and use this this story that I just shared about me not being happy and knowing that I wanted to work with horses. Um, in order for me to realize this dream, one, I shared it with Isabel. And so she was able to support me. And I had to create boundaries for myself around what I wouldn't compromise on. Because okay. I'm somebody that so easily falls into the role of supporting other people's dreams, <laughs> and not that they're asking me to, I willingly just, I'm that, I'm good at that, right? Yeah. I had to create boundaries for myself to make sure that this time I was actually in the creation of this, that I was supporting myself in fully seeing through this piece with the horses. And in doing that, mm -hmm. you know, I'm now here on my equestrian estate. I have a herd, I do the work, right? But I had to really it was almost like create a focused um, zone where I get to create this and not worry about, okay, I know we have a branding business. I know we work with business owners and that's Isabel's passion. And that'll, that's not going anywhere because that's what she's meant to do. But I'm not going to worry about how are we going to combine this until right. I've created my piece and we'll combine it as we go. Right. So you've just touched on something really important. That's kind of an under, um, underlining thread here is that once you've decided what you know your role and purpose is in the world, what legacy, what what value can you, but do you want to contribute in the world? And being aware and knowing that is so important. And then you go to your partner and say, here's my XYZ, mm -hmm. your XYZ is this, what can we do together? What can we grow together? And, you know, there was a time, I guess I know you well enough that there was a time where the business stuff was really mostly Isabel and you were support. And then <laughs> Equine pops up and suddenly, I mean, I, I want to just touch on your journey a little bit from major urban center right, <laughs> to where are you now? I mean, you have totally de-urbanized your whole entire life. Can you just give us a snapshot of what that looks like? Yes, so we came from a 700 square foot condo in the middle of Vancouver, <laughs> where my the only way I could have horses in my life was every week I drove like an hour and a half out to go spend an hour and come back. 
and that was my my horse experience, right? Uh, two, we are now on Vancouver Island. We have over five acres. Um, we have a beautiful property with the horses right here. There's a barn. We have like it's just it's night and day. It's just right. night and day. And in and in some ways, you could describe it as a massive disruption, or you could simply describe it as evolution, right? The evolution of your business and desires and and your X Y Z. I call it X Y Z, which is your massively disruptive purpose, right, in life. Yes. And it brought you here, um, here to Vancouver Island. Amazing. Yeah, and you know what? And we just to go back to this last growing together piece. I think a big thing too is trust. We just kept trusting that if we both followed what we are called to do, we'll find a way. Now, I'm not saying everybody on the planet can find a way to work together in a couple. That that is not realistic. Right. Yes. <laughs> but the important thing, like it just we, Isabel and I know that we're meant to work together. And so we made this happen. Right? We trusted that it was going to happen and it did. Um, but what's important in any relationship, whether you're working with your partner or not, is that you both keep stay connected to your why, to why you wake up in the morning, to what makes you smile, to because when you do that individually, then when you come together, it's yeah. even more powerful. Whether you're coming together in work or play or love or whatever it is, when you come together, it's just more powerful when you're both ignited individually. Absolutely. Okay, moving on to secret number three. Yeah. The easiest way to overcome drudgery and unleash limitless creativity to lead a joyful life despite what's going on around you is to play. Mm -hmm. I describe it as play is the new work because I appreciate that there's moments in life when that are not always pleasurable. Of course, you know, around the globe we've experienced that, but now more than ever. We have already touched on this, how we respond and manage our emotions during displeasure can make the difference between ongoing suffering or leading a joyful life. So, uh, you know what? I just got to ask you, let's talk a little bit about love without limits okay. and, and how, what's your, what's your secret there? The easiest way to overcome it? How, how do you incorporate that into your life? Uh, <laughs> patience. Um, I think, okay, for me, how to love without limits, um, has actually really been highlighted this year as I've witnessed people go through a wide variety of emotions, um, and how I've managed to stay connected to love is first, I know that love isn't external. Love comes from within me. It is a state of being. It's the first thing I talk about in the book, that love is a state of being. It's not something you go find or get or grab. It's, it starts within you. And so when you live with that in your belly, um, you see things very differently. You react to things. You tend to respond versus react, right? Um, it's... If I'm trying, I'm trying to tie this into a lot of my experiences this year with people. And I think the mm -hmm. biggest thing is allowing yourself the time and the space that you need to bring everything inward, to give love to yourself, to, you know, we all hear self-care, self-nurturing self, but it's 
the way to go. <laughs> you need right. to allow yourself the time and space to nurture yourself because everything starts and begins with you. You need to be, your glass needs to be full. Yes. Otherwise, you're not yeah. going to be watering anything, right? So that's probably the biggest, if I'm to boil it down into a nutshell, um, the biggest way to love without limits, to keep your heart open, to keep trusting despite being hurt, mm -hmm. to move through situations that are difficult with love, to see somebody that has hurt you so badly and still want the best for that person, right? I'm a little bit curious, and this is based on some things that are going on in some of my the lives of my family members, is do you have any thoughts, and it's personal, so any thoughts or any insights that you discovered that can help the person who just is in that moment of overwhelm, where maybe they're not quite self-aware that love has to be overflowing from them. They have to be they have to love themselves. They really do have to love themselves before they can be in relationship. Yes. And what support is out there or what is the secret to turning the mirror around and going, how do I be, how do I show up? Be what, how, what's the transition? What is that? And I understand that's a lot of work to get there. Don't under, but I'm saying, what is yeah, the yeah. trigger? What's the trigger? for people to suddenly go oh it's oh it's me you know i'm negative i'm suffering i'm maybe this and therefore i'm attracting that into my life so that oh it's me moment is the is a moment that's often quite deep buried under a lot of stuff right so even to get to the oh it's me moment <laughs> there's stuff and so I think I need to speak to the stuff. And when you're in a moment or when someone is in a moment where everything is happening to me and yes. I'm not lucky and why is this happening to me? If you can catch yourself in that moment, not in the realization that it's you, but just in the realization that you feel like you're a target. Yep. I would highly suggest to find a isolate yourself find quiet find stillness because any um stimulation is only going to add to the <clears throat> i'm being targeted all right so if you can find a place to be still force yourself to step away from everything that's making you feel that way and just find some quiet and some stillness to and even if it's just that you're laying there with your eyes closed just try to stop the stimulation because when you stop the stimulation, then you sit with what is, mm. then you have a chance of looking at, of like going through all the stuff to get to the, Oh wait, maybe it's me. Maybe I have to look at myself right? and then keep going. But you need to create that environment for yourself in order to even have a chance. Awesome. Margarita, you are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I want to thank you for contributing to this is the ticket to shift your thinking for 2021 and beyond. So yeah. we've talked about TEDx and opening up. Let's get let, let's just spitball here and get, let's get 10,000 people from around the world at this TEDx. Event. 
right? Yes. So, so let's just share with three other people we can do this 10x event. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Like 10,000 in a world is not much. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. And then we've revealed three secrets to shifting your own thinking in 2021 and beyond. So that, I, I mean, this is a big, this is a big deal. If you could wave a magic wand mm. today and just leave people, leave everyone that's joining us today with a sentiment, a takeaway. What, what, what would you like to happen for people? Um, I want people to know that despite your past, mm. you can thrive. You have what is in you. You have, you already have it in you to have to come to a place where you're thriving and know that there's help out there whatever help speaks to you it is out there you just need to make the decision that you want to thrive it will show up speaking of showing up okay support i think this is an amazing uh evolution as well as you and isabel during this global pandemic and isolation have come up with a program right Yes. And I'm, I might not get the program exactly worded right, but it's like mindset mastery code, you know, mm -hmm. 12 modules, people can tap in, give us a sense of, and I know you created that heartfeltedly out of the desire to support people who need to thrive. Tell me a little bit about the program. Yes. So the mindset mastery code is 12 modules that basically help you keep a healthy, thriving mindset amidst chaos. And this is our COVID baby. Um, we, because of the pandemic, because we are a branding company that works with business owners, we wanted to be there for our community. Like everybody was going through all kinds of reactions to the pandemic. And so we created a mastermind for three months. Every week we showed up and talked about mindset every week and every week we saw all our clients were showing up all these business owners showing up every week and it it was so when we were done that mastermind isabel and i were like we can offer this globally like so we that's how the mindset mastery code came about and we took the 12 biggest pieces that we felt were in that mastermind and created 12 modules and it's isabel and i showing up together which offers her genius and mine in every module awesome and so how can people get a hold of you post-podcast? How can they tap into whether it's that program or, or connect with you? Yeah, um, there are many ways. One is uh, we created the Leap Zone Learning Lab. So leapzonelearninglab.com. And that's where you can access the Mindset Mastery Code and all of our other online programs like Build to Rock. And there's a ton of good information. My book, like there's a ton, depending on what's speaking to you, it's all at leapzonelearninglab.com. And um, and you can always reach us on Facebook. Leaps on Strategies has a Facebook page. Um, I have a Love Matters page on Facebook. If you're interested in the love portion of this, <laughs> there is just many ways to reach us. Our website, leapsonstrategies.com. <laughs> awesome. <It's> endless. <laughs> super accessible is basically yeah. what we're saying. Yay. Awesome. Margarita, thank you so much. I'm super excited. As you know, this has been my first podcast in 2021, and I just think yeah. it perfectly sets the scene 
shifting your thinking, getting your mindset solid, taking a new and fresh approach to building communities and yourself and self-loving are some awesome messages that you contributed. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. This has been wonderful. See you soon. Bold, vibrant, technological. In Lethbridge, our spirit of innovation is more than just the way we do business. It's the way we live and the way we succeed. We'll help you to kickstart, innovate, and grow in Lethbridge, Southern Alberta's hub for innovation and technology. It's the bright, affordable choice for business builders. Go to chooselethbridge.ca slash entrepreneur and we'll help you move and grow in Lethbridge.